Hello to all and welcome to a Thursday afternoon from Tyler, Texas. This is Bill Allen. I am looking forward to our lesson today as we talk about these great passages from the time of the transition between the leadership of Moses and his 40 years of leading them through the wilderness wanderings to the time of Joshua where he will lead the people into conquering the promised land and seeing the fulfillment of God's incredible promises uh, centuries before to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob. It is a very exciting time for the people of God. It's a very positive time, a very faithful time, and what a great, what a great blessing um, that is. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, sharing with you today and talking about this incredible moment when um, the people of God will be able to see that leadership passed over to Joshua and the beginning of the fulfillment of God's great promises. Of course, we continue to be concerned for our nation and our world as we go through a period of difficulty uh, during this time, and we have our hearts and prayers uh, sent for the people of Ukraine for also the people of Russia, for the people of the surrounding nations. We uh, know that especially those in Ukraine who are trying to get out uh, or get safe are on our minds and on our hearts. And I know that God is very concerned for them and is going to uh, look out for them. We rest ourselves in his will. And so do they. And so we ask the Lord the town of Jericho uh, taking the promised land but there's a lot that happens uh, in this time and so as we uh, as we get started today we're going to be at the end of Deuteronomy and also the the first couple of chapters in the book of of Joshua and I've got uh, about four different parts of this lesson today so Bill you better get with it and get after it and so that's what we're going to do as we've read over these last several days towards the end of Moses' life, uh, he knows that he's not going to enter the promised land. He knows that uh, he has been prideful and arrogant, it seems, before the Lord uh, leading the people of Israel. And even though Moses was a great man and the incredible lawgiver still, uh, Moses, like all of us, was uh, a sinful man and God said no. At 120 years of age, he will climb up Mount Nebo and not come down. And so it's um, before he gets to that point, though, he has in Deuteronomy 32, this incredible song of Moses. Is it the same one that we sing about the song of Moses and the Lamb from Revelation? Um, well, I don't think so. I think that's a new song. That's a different song. But this song is a is a history lesson and a, an urging and a calling 
of the people to be faithful. Remember, we have just read also, and we talked about on Tuesday, the passages of Scripture where Moses warns the Israelites and reminds them of the blessings of obedience and the cursings of disobedience. And so this is a little bit like that as he sings this song and shares it with the people of Israel and gives them warnings and uh, and also gives them blessings. And in this case, in Deuteronomy 33, Moses shares blessings for each of the 12 tribes, uh, the 12 sons of Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel. You remember reading about that in Genesis? Uh, the 12 tribes are represented there and Moses blesses each of the 12 tribes before his death and he shares that in Deuteronomy 33 and then in Deuteronomy chapter 34 the last chapter of the book of Deuteronomy uh, records the death of Moses he and Joshua go up on Mount Nebo and uh, God reminds him you will not enter the promised land uh, but he does give uh, Moses a picture of that a vision of that promised land stretching all the way west to the Mediterranean Sea, south and north from where Moses is on the east side of the Jordan River. He shares this great vision and God is able to give this great man of God um, a vision of what he had spent his life work on, which was uh, particularly over those last 40 years. And so we read this at the end of, of Deuteronomy. It ends with this great tribute uh, to this man, Moses. Deuteronomy 34, verse 5, And Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab. Moses has the distinction of being buried by the Lord. He buried him in Moab in the valley opposite Beth Peor, but to this day no one knows where his grave is. Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not strength nor his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. starting in verse 10. Since then, no prophet has risen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, who did all those signs and wonders the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and to all his officials and to his whole land. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all Israel. What a great, great tribute to a great, great man. And so we turn the page, and now it's time for...
the Jordan, the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy these nations before you and you will take possession of their land. Joshua also will cross over ahead of you as the Lord said, and the Lord will do to them what he did to Sihon and Og, the kings of the Amorites, whom he destroyed along with their land. That was east of the Jordan before Moses died. Verse 5, the Lord will deliver them to you, and you must do to them all that I have commanded you. Verse 6 of Deuteronomy 31, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or terrified because of them, for the Lord your God goes with Of Deuteronomy 31. Then Moses summoned Joshua. You must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them, and you must divide it among them as their inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Moses gives Joshua that, that call to be strong and courageous and reminds him of the presence of God. God himself tells Joshua the same thing. First of all, in Deuteronomy 31, verse 23, the Lord gave this command to Joshua, son of Nun, be strong and courageous, for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath, and I myself will be with you. And then these words in Joshua chapter 1, as God again calls on Joshua to fill the huge shoes of Moses. Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead, God said. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan uh, into the land. I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, to the east, all uh, the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. What a great word from the Lord himself, who gave those promises to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, who was there with Moses all of those years, and now has promised to be with Joshua in the same way telling him, exhorting him, commanding him, be strong and courageous. But it's also the people who say the same thing to Joshua in Joshua chapter 1, beginning at verse 16. After talking to the Israelites, remember there were two and a half tribes that were going to settle on the east side of the Jordan uh, before they crossed it and went into the promised land. But their, their uh, men went with the rest of the people and uh, went to battle for the sake of their brothers, the other tribes members. But they left their women and children and their uh, livestock in uh, the place where they had taken from Sihon and Og, those two Amorite kings, 
east of the Jordan. As Joshua commissions them and commands them to go with them and to fulfill their promise, uh, the people of God tell Joshua this same thing in Joshua 1 verse 16. Then they answered Joshua, whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obeyed Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey hears that from Moses before he dies. He hears that from the people, and he hears that from the Lord God himself. Be strong and very courageous. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you, God promises. And so Joshua and the people get started. And the first order of business is to spy out the land. You remember in Moses' day, Joshua himself was one of 12 spies, another one being Caleb, who went into the promised land not long after they had left Egypt and spied it out and saw the people. And uh, the people were massive. They had strong uh, weapons and they were big and uh, powerful, but the land was wonderful. It was beautiful. The fruit was incredible. And Joshua and Caleb came back and told Moses and the people, this is, God has given us this land. We can take this. We can do this. But 10 of those 12 spies said, oh yeah, the fruit is beautiful. The land is wonderful, but we can't do it. They're too big. They're too powerful. They're too strong. There's too many of them. Their weapons are too great. Their horses are too fast. We can't do this. And because of that, because the people listened to those 10 instead of Joshua and Caleb, uh, God said, okay, you'll be in the wilderness for one year for each day that those 12 spies were gone. 40 days they were gone. And so for the next 40 years, the people wandered around until all of that generation of adults had died except Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb were the only two from that generation that were able to go in. When he and Caleb and the others went to spy out the land, as he picks two men to go and spy out the city of Jericho. And they do. They go into the city and they find a woman by the name of Rahab, who was a prostitute. And they and after they have seen some of the land, they she hides them upstairs in some stalks on a roof. And uh, when uh, the servants of her own king, the king of Jericho, uh, comes and, and uh, asks her, where are these men that have come to spy out our land? Uh, she tells them, oh, they were here, but they're gone. They're long gone. In a sense, she says, they went that away. If you go now, you'll catch them. Uh, and, and so they leave. And she goes upstairs to her rooftop and she talks to those two spies. And this woman, this pagan prostitute gives one of the great confessions of God, the living God that you'll find anywhere in scripture in Joshua chapter two, beginning at verse eight. 
Before the spies lay down for the night, Rahab went up on the roof and said to them, I know that the Lord, Yahweh, Jehovah, has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of Egypt and what you did to Sihon and Og, the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. Verse 11 of Joshua 2, when we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. Your God is God in heaven and on earth, Rahab says. And He has his eyes set on Jericho and the land west of the Jordan. Rahab says, everyone is scared because of you, because we know that your God is God. And so Rahab has protected them, and now she asks something from them. She tells those two spies, I want you to remember what I have done for you, and I want you to save my family. And so they make that arrangement, they make that deal to where... As she lets them down with a scarlet cord from her roof, from her window on the wall of the city, uh, they tell her, leave, put this, this scarlet cord right here in your window so that we'll know which house is yours. And and they're very thankful. They get ready to cross the Jordan River, which is at its height. And just as Moses led the people across the Red Sea in a miraculous way, God leads the people through Joshua across the Jordan River in a very similar circumstance. This is how it's done. The priests, who are the only ones who can carry the, the sacred things, such as the Ark of the Covenant, they get the Ark of the Covenant and they carry it into the river, right into the river, and when the moment of the first priest, his first foot gets into that water, upstream the water stops. And it's backed up and they go across on dry land. All the people go across on dry land. But before the priests carry the ark across that dry riverbed, Joshua has a member of each of the 12 tribes to go from that riverbed and get one of those large stones, those big boulders, and carry it across to the other side. And they put it up as a tower, as a memorial. And Joshua tells the people, remember, anytime your child says, what is the purpose? What's up with this tower of rocks? 
you tell them what happened this very day and you tell them that it was the Lord who brought us across the Jordan River. And so they do that. And then the priests begin to carry the Ark of the Covenant uh, uh, the rest of the way across the dry riverbed. And when the last toe of the last priest comes out of that water, God releases that Jordan River and it comes crashing through. An incredible, incredible moment as the Israelites cross the Jordan River. Um, because the men had not been circumcised who had survived the wilderness and now these younger generations, they took care of that business as well in the city of Gilgal that they named accordingly. And that's where in that region, uh, the Israelites uh, observed that uh, sign of the covenant, that circumcision. They also have a, a Passover celebration and now they're ready. Now they're ready. And as they're getting ready to go into, uh, into Jericho, uh, Joshua encounters someone. It's uh, God or Jesus or an angel, but it's some uh, uh, kind of being that uh, confronts Joshua and gives him the battle plan. And I think it's a good, a good thing that he did because this battle plan doesn't make any sense at all, none. And here's the battle plan, and you're familiar with the story. God tells Joshua, okay, I want you to have the people march around the city of Jericho, and I want you to have the priests blowing the trumpets. Remember the trumpets in Moses? Uh, Moses gave them the instruction that that's a call to war. Uh, and, and so they blow the trumpets as they walk around uh, the city of Jericho, and then they go back to their camp, and they sit, and they wait. The next day, they do the same thing. They do this for six days. March around the city once, blowing the trumpets, back to camp. And then on the seventh day, they march around the city seven times. And after the seventh time, when the trumpets blow, then the walls came tumbling down, just as the old song says. And the Israelites were able to walk over the walls. They were able to destroy the city and all of it was destroyed. God had said every single thing is to be destroyed except the exception being Rahab and all of those. victory. But one of the things that we know, God had said, everything is to be devoted to me, man, woman, child, livestock, everything. All the treasures are to be given to uh, the treasury of the Israelites. But as you know, we'll be reading about a man by the name of Achan of the tribe of Judah, who just couldn't keep his hands off a few of the devoted things. And we'll be reading about the consequences of Achan's sin. But at this moment, it's a great celebration. It's a great time of joy and victory uh, and celebrating the trust and the power and the faithfulness of the great God of Joshua. Not just the God of Moses, but now the God of Joshua. And so as we close this great beginning at verse 44, Deuteronomy 32, verse 44 and following. Moses came with Joshua, son of Nun, and spoke all the words of this song in the hearing of the people. 
When Moses finished reciting all these words to all Israel, he said to them, Take to heart all the words I have solemnly declared to you this day, so that you may command your children to obey carefully all the words of this law. They are not just idle words for you. They are your life. By them you will live long in the land you are crossing the Jordan to possess. And then these words in Joshua 1, verses 7 through 9. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. As we prepare for another weekend where we remember those in Ukraine and others who are suffering, uh, we are reminded of God's great power as we hear these words, be strong and courageous. Our church will be having a special collection on Sunday and watch my Facebook page for some details about that. And if you'd like to participate with us, you're certainly welcome to or to give to one of the other wonderful uh, places, including Eastern European Mission that we will be donating to. And remember to turn your clocks up, <laughs> move up, spring up Saturday night for church on Sunday morning. But as we go through each day, as we remember the, the difficulties that we face and, and remember the difficulties that others face and remember the great challenge that Joshua had taking over for Moses, taking over this people of God that had been at best inconsistent in their faithfulness to the Lord. Joshua took those reins in a mighty, mighty way. Why? Because he knew that God's promise was sure. He knew that God would be with him and God would be with us as well in everything that we face. Whatever you're facing today, let these words sink in as we close our time of study. Do not be afraid. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen.